Welcome to Mr. Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the Brooklyn Mr. Chain of Bodegas. I'm your host, Harry Nelson. This week, our store is Mr. Lyman from UCB's Herald Team Promises. It's Danny Limpert. Welcome to the podcast, Danny. Thank you so much for having me. It's a treat to be here. Uh, it's a real pleasure. You remember my co-host, John Briggs. Yes, Hello. Hi, John. And of course, we got Prem in the booth, producer Prem. Hey, y'all. I'm behind glass. And you're from the South, right? I'm from South. Great. Um, all right. So welcome to Mr. Podcast. Uh, how's everyone feeling? We're getting started. I know I asked you that several times before the episode started, but I would like to get it on the record that everyone's feeling good. Yes. I feel amazing. John? Well, oh, yeah, good, great. Frame? I'm feeling however you need me to feel. Appreciate that. That's hot. Verbal confirmation is important. Um, Danny, I've been asking the guests this recently. How did you, did you feel prepared when you came into the show? I got a lot of guff a couple episodes back about not properly preparing our guests for what they needed to do. I'm just curious, a little informal survey, how are you feeling? Well, I mean, it's it's a little premature at the top. That's but true. I, yeah. feel, um, <laughs> I feel prepared. I mean, I think I know the sort of... Um, uh, the sort of most important segment involves sort of some, some pre-purchases, and mm-hmm. I feel confident about that. Well, actually, I don't, but I did do it. But that was the big. That was the big issue with. Uh, oh, someone felt like they hadn't been. Someone didn't go to the store. Oh no! Until the day of. And oh, well, that's fine. That person made me feel very bad about the fact that they, you know. But you made up on the episode. Made up on the episode, and I brought it up every episode <laughs> since, and it's not a big deal. That's healthy. I love that. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, update, I, Danny, last week I emailed Chibani, asked for a hat. They sent me back an email saying that, uh, they, uh, to check in next week. And then, but I got a letter yesterday in the mail, handwritten letter, uh, that gave me two coupons for Chibani. And they said, check in next month, um, for, uh, for maybe they'll have a hat then. Wow. Okay. That's wild that they really... sort of went half the way for you. I know. And they keep saying like the le- like the card they sent me was like, have a good month. So I like they seem to really want me to check in again uh, in June. This is kind of what they want. You're, I mean, they're they're getting their because you're just I mean, I would be talking about it nonstop. If yeah. I was waiting for my Chibani. Do they have good colors? What does the Chibani yeah, hat like even a, look it's like? It's like a nice emerald green. Oh, okay. so, like, I think That's it'd be not good. what I would have guessed. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah, me either. But I, I heard about it and then I had to have oh Prams bring it up here you go. Look at that. Oh. I guess. Yeah. I mean they've got a sort of attractive Look at that guy wearing it. Font and yeah, he looks sort of like a cinematographer. That's like the letter they sent me. See that that person Chibani just has a huge team of letter writers. <laughs> they uh their customer service team is top notch and I recommend everyone write Chibani on their website. I'm sure they're owned by like Pepsi or the you know Well they also they sent me like a one free thing and those are like a dollar like the Chibani it's not like they're expensive but it's still a thought that Chibani is actually a good company I think they they um, allowed people to buy into the company or something I forget what it is oh the workers but, sure yeah. like Juno does yeah I've so. heard oh yeah it's got a very sort of Patagonia Look, website the hat. oh and there he is alright need to stop I think that's John Chobani the inventor of Chobani I love that I, yeah he's from Turkey how fun um, so this is Mr. Podcast, the podcast where we talk about uh, a specific chain of stores. Danny, can I ask, what's your history with stores? My history with stores, um, gosh, I, as a child, was very fanatical about action figures, guns, swords. Um, I grew up in, in New York, so I was very into F.A.O. Schwartz. So I feel like um, the sort of first chapter of my life was um, very toy store focused, not yeah. unlike, I think, a lot of children across the, the eons. Sure. Did you, was it exciting to you to get to go to like the store from Home Alone, et cetera? Oh, for sure. Um, yes. I like my mom would take, like we'd go to like Macy's or we'd go, you know, like you'd go into the city and you make a department store like part of it. Yeah. And sort of that like, you know, like your Jewish parent kind of way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love. Uh, I used to love toy stores. I would spend so much time like looking at the backs of action figures. Oh my god! Yeah, I would. I I think when I was like fifteen, I took all of the because I would like I I would get the action figures. We would go thrifting upstate at like big flea markets, mm-hmm. and I would have to take them out of the packaging because you had to still play with them. But then I would keep the packaging because obviously like the, that cardboardy back has yeah. like all that good sort of backstory. Yeah, and it, sometimes they'd have like a nice background of wherever the character was. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Um, so I still have all of those in my in my parents' house, I'm sure. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I feel like all my toys are 
lost to the ages. I don't know where they went. I, yeah, I have all of them still, which is horrible. I had dogs, and they just like first I would never save the packaging. I just immediately would throw them away, throw it away, and then yeah, I just remember these Spawn action figures I had. They were very Spawn. like they're like Spawn was that movie does not hold up. No, <laughs> I, well, I assume not. Yeah. I don't know. But Todd the, McFarlane's Spawn? Yeah. <laughs> Todd McFarlane's movie, Spawn. I think they're remaking that, They right? are, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And it's really just about making them fuck the toys anyway. <laughs> yeah. At least in my experience. Yeah. Uh, who was your biggest uh, fuck pair? My biggest fuck pair? Well, I had a super flexible Spider-Man. I don't know if you guys remember the commercials from the 90s. It was like... He had extra joints such like his oh, wrist yeah. would move. I had him too. He, but he looked all weird because he had so many. Yeah, he, he would get into really funny positions, but yeah. great for having sex. <laughs> um, it would be him and and then I think I had sort of like a, a bathtub Spider-Man that was in some ways floatsome. So it was Spider-Man on Spider-Man. It was Spider-Man, Spider-Man on Spider-Man, but, like... <laughs> he, but he had like aquatic gear, you know what I mean? Sure. And like a little like spider backpack that would blow up such that he would float. What? And I think a raft. So it was like a, like a sexy Into the Spider-Verse. It was sort version. of like a sexy incestuous <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse thing. Yeah, now that I think about that, I'm ashamed. But they, they got around, you know what I mean? I had also those you know, sure. Iron Man and Wolverine, of course. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I ever – I was really more about just like – Making sure everyone got along, you know. Oh, when you would play pretend with your toys? Yeah, like usually they would never fight. <laughs> they would fight sometimes, but usually in the end, they like learned from each other in some <laughs> way and, and nice. like grew as people. I love that. Know? Just sitting down with Doctor Doom at the end of the day. And being like, <laughs> yeah, what is where's this, this coming about? from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what about now? What's your? What do you do with stores? What do you do with stores these days? Um, I'm, f- I'm very um. I'm sort of a cheapskate, and I'm trying to uh, distance. In certain respects, I like that about myself, and mm-hmm. I and I like being frugal. But I'm trying to sort of branch out a little bit more. Store wise, uh, I don't. Uh, uh, oh, I'm really into like creams and lotions now. <laughs> in that's what I feel like that's like a late twenties thing, nice. like yeah, getting into I'm like. What you do you, know, how does that manifest well, exactly? F- like get, dry, get your skin dry <laughs> and you're trying to repair, repair it. Um, a friend turned me on to Innisfree, which is a um, Korean beauty store. There's one in Union Square um, that came highly lauded. Uh, do a lot of the, the masks? The, so the, the masks, I was told, is sort of so, someone has an actor friend and they were like, he's in his 30s. I'm telling you, he plays 20 all the time. <laughs> Why? The industry masks. Um, huh. So that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> and then I love to thrift, I, if that counts. I, I like counts. to like hunt. I love to antique store. I love to feel like I'm getting a deal. Yeah, I'm so I'm so bad at all that. Like it's a, yeah. I think it's really easy to be distracted by like something I've learned over my years is it's easy to get distracted by one quality you're looking for. So maybe a jean has like the right fit, or it's the right print. Or whatever, but like you, and then you, you're willing to look past the fact that it's a little too tight or it's sure. a little too cropped because you're like, oh, it's five dollars, but then you're never gonna wear it. Yeah, I bought these nice jeans at the the Goodwill in uh, Indiana that I, I went to oh, recently. Those are the best Goodwills, yeah. yeah. I know they were like four dollars, and they were not. I forget what brand to wear, but they was like pretty nice brand. And I wore them the next day, or I washed them and I wore them, and then like the day after, I realized that they had a huge hole in the crutch hmm. that I had been just totally dealing with. That like I didn't even didn't come up. I guess the temperature was just like perfect that where I didn't feel the draft hurt. But you could turn those into slutty jorts, maybe. That's a great point. The kind where like the pockets are sticking out yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. All right. Hey, you are good at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. I mean, listen. If you've got to like, and if it's too, if it, if this, I encountered this recently. If the waist is too tight, but just a, a touch, you get the waistband wet, and then you stretch it over what? a um, hanger, a clothes hanger. Wow. And you can like get an extra half inch out of it. Really? Wow. Yeah. You ever do that thing where you freeze your jeans? Yes. <laughs> yeah. For like instead of like why like you're like I don't want to wash my black jeans. Yeah. Um. Yes. Oh, I had a roommate who did it, mm-hmm. but he would do it. He would freeze his underwear, <laughs> and then, or no, he would freeze his jeans and his underwear. His underwear before going to sleep because his room was really hot, and then for like sort of going out into a hot summer's day, he would freeze his jeans and then throw them on and go outside. Did that ever become an issue like sharing a freezer? We also compost in our freezer, so it was just sort of generally nasty yeah, in, there. Just in there. Yeah. So, yeah. So then he, yeah. He's a, he weren't doing it in, in place. He wasn't doing it in place of cleaning his jeans, right? Or 
probably it was. Just was. Like, but I think the wear, cold like, kills the germs. On your legs. Yeah, but I don't think it does. Don't they just come back to life? When, <laughs> oh, maybe they sleep. Back to, yeah, yeah, yeah they take a little nap. Germs. It's like I when you know. freeze a fly and then it comes back to life. I've oh, never yeah. done that. I've just seen it. That's in, a thing in media. Yeah, like you put a jackass fl- did it, right? Yeah, probably. I think jackass. Well, did people it. used to be. There was some. I forget what show it was, but like somebody tied, caught a fly, froze it. Tied a string to it when I was knocked out, and then it came back to life, and they had a little fly on a yeah, string. I can picture Steve-O doing that. So seems like I'm a Steve-O say move. Jackass. Wild. Yeah. Well, I don't recommend it. Uh, what about? Uh, what do you have a favorite aisle of the stores now? What about gro- oh, what grocery? What about grocery shopping? Grocery shopping. Um, I love to grocery shop. My favorite aisle. So I'm like again, sort of in that theme of deals. I basically will walk through the grocery store and I will look for whatever the brand did, like you know, deal. The deal of the sure. week. The deal Dow. of the week thing is. Um, I don't love a buy one, get one free because I don't, I don't need two of anything. I don't have a family. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm mostly looking for, you know, give me a discount. You know, jumping back to Japani, sometimes they, it's 10 for 10. I just, I, just I know. It's like, what do you need those 10 yogurts for? <laughs> yeah, is it 10 for 10? And if you don't buy, if you only buy five, it's going to be. So it'll be more uh, than more than five. Sometimes they're, it's just, they're sometimes it's just trickery to, yeah. to yeah. get. It's bamboozlement. Like, that's what my grocery store is mostly. I look and it's like, or whatever the individual price is. Yeah. And chips. I like the chip aisle because I feel mm-hmm. there's a lot of turnover in the chip market. Yeah, there's a lot of new a lot of new and improved flavors. Yeah. Um, and new substances with which chips are made. Yeah. Like, what do you, wait, how do you mean? Like, I don't know. They're making them out of. What are they making them out of these <laughs> days? Maybe not. I guess it's really the classics. Uh, well, yeah, veggie straws. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's, I mean. Prime Googled veggie straws. <laughs> some, there was a girl in my office the other day that was like, oh, veggies, are you kidding me? Those are horrible for you. I was like, they, that can't be true. Like, They can't be worse for you than a regular yeah, chip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I try not to, I don't know. I went through that thing. Oh, and I actually wanted to jump back. You said that you used to, you're, you, you were often a uh, frugal shopper. But you're trying to be less of that. How did like wh- like I'm willing to spend money now on I've decided I'll be able to spend money on like if I see a beautiful piece of clothing and this is maybe more like a consignment shop where you see like a beautiful jacket that's mm-hmm. like maybe 70 bucks, 60 bucks. Sure. If I see a piece that I'm not going to come across again or I'll have to hunt down on eBay, I'll get it. And then like for nice meals, I'm willing to shell out money now. Yeah. I've gotten to I've I've recently gotten lightly into streetwear. Which are like shitty clothes that cost a lot of money. What? Oh, like pre-distressed. Well, just like you know, it's like a T-shirt, but for some reason it costs like thirty-five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Which is something that is insane. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, uh, no, and as you should, it's it's wrong, but I, you know, like it kind of got the. It's kind of like become my like money sink, where I used to like buy a bunch of electronics or whatever that uh-huh. I would never use, and I'm just buying all these clothes that I never. Do you wore. feel like you've you've sort of like hit you've gotten what you need electronic wise and now you need like a different bucket i mean i still want there's still a lot there's of still stuff you need okay to buy. but like i bought this or i didn't buy them but i got my eye on this pair of pants oh they're so expensive <laughs> <laughs> what are they made out of like space age technology <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i keep keep looking at these pants and like maybe one day i'll buy them but oh, you've been so talking about money. them for two weeks now, <laughs> it's so. true well keep your eye on it i mean listen the, we, we we know historically the sales come at the changing of the seasons right or a little inv- advanced. <laughs> do we know this um <laughs> of course you know when spring summer ends they're moving product and you know that's what i feel like sure. when you can um but these pants they're good for any season Oh, okay. Well, then that could be a, that's a problem. <laughs> what what brand is it? Can you say? Do you want? Do you, would you like to say on the record? Yeah, they're they're called like Future Works or some bullshit. Oh, it's crazy. It's gonna be out good. of Pasadena. They're we like, make all of our. It's custom. like it is for like the people. There's like tech bros who just like I want to wear one pair of pants for the rest of my life. They never get dirty. Nanotechnology yeah. cleans them. Exactly. Okay. Um, and I'm like, oh maybe. Oh here they are. Yeah. And right, they just look. They like look pants. so normal. <laughs> just a pair L- of pants. Listener, they are a chocolate brown chino. <laughs> they come in different colors. Okay. I probably get black tint green, maybe, or maybe just a flat black. Khaki drab is an option. Oh God, these. Look, they're just like they're just pants. <laughs> But look at the look at the close up of the pants. Find the frame. Show the close up of the pants. This is a well look studied. Oh yeah, it's like reptile skin. It's terrifying. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> um. Oh, oh, so in fact, actually, the two things I will spend money or the two things I look for, I, I collect sort of in that same vein, like uh, clothing and tech wise. I love a, a vintage cookbook. 
That's like my my dirty little secret. <laughs> oh, what a horrible sentence. And then I love um, like a polo shirt from the 70s. Uh, well, the 80s, polo shirt you're wearing is, yeah, is great. Thank That's you so great. much. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, I had a question. I, I lost it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not your fault. I just got Where'd you get it? About these pants. Where'd you get that polo? <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, I'm sure like a Goodwill somewhere. Hmm. Oh, uh, old cookbooks. Do yeah. they have you know, the kind of stuff that has like a weird recipe made out of hot dogs and Jello and stuff? Yeah. There, it's it's oh, a really like jello. anthropological like deep dive. Yeah, what people were eating at the time. Yeah, a lot of if you go to like the fifties and sixties, it's a lot of weird gelatin moments. Yeah. Also, like food photography didn't get good until I want to say like truly two thousand ten, the turn of the century. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like the 80s and all of it's just so gross looking. Um, and then if you go way, way back, I once I found one from like World War One where it was like how to ration, you know, the, the matter at, you know, uh, 10 things you can do with potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's just obviously not useful, but so interesting. Yeah, good to know at the very least. Yeah. Because you get stuck with a bunch of potatoes. That's true. Do you find uh, these at Goodwills as well? Um, use uh, Use bookstores. Every, every Even in your town, listener, you can. there's always a little section – the, the creepy sort of balding guy with the ponytail in the back will point you. Um, there's always a cookbook section. Yeah. Uh, well, we went to a thing that you can cook with, our limes. And this week we went to Mr. Lime. Uh, Mr. Lime, of course, opened in tw- August 2014. Of course. It was the fifth store in the chain located in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Um, where were you in August 2014, Danny? August 2014. Oh, I... Um, was just leaving New York. I probably had just left to go to France to teach English in high school for a year. Wow. Um, but but I had grown up right by Mr. Lyman Park Slope. That's where my family lives. Well, so Park Slope, uh, for those who are listening who don't know anything about it, John, can you tell us a little bit about Park Slope? Yeah, I'm just going to say sorry in advance for this one. <clears throat> Look in your heart, pleads Bernie Birnbaum. A character played by Park Slope native John Turturro in the 1990 Coen Brothers gangster pick Miller's Crossing. Sorry, Bernie. Instead, we're going to look in Brooklyn's heart. Park Slope, baby! Uh, I accidentally <laughs> scrolled. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it's Brooklyn's heart. Geographically, geographically, it's pretty central, so that could be something pretending Brooklyn is a body and all that. Artistically, according to the Notable People section of its Wikipedia's page, Park Slope is home to like a billion actors, writers, artists, and musicians. Politically, it started gentrifying back in the 60s and 70s, making it a sort of blueprint for the reverse urban flight and colonization of other Brooklyn neighborhoods. Um, Personally, it's home to a ton of Jonathans, many of them writers, just like me. (laughs) In short, Park Slope is great. If I had a family and money, it's exactly the kind of place I would like to settle into. Maybe it'll happen someday. Who knows where life will take me? It's like what Park Sloper Talib Kweli says, life is a beautiful struggle. Uh, and then, so I, I did a Talib Kweli quote, because then at, at bookends, I started the very first episode we did with Mr. Kiwi, with most deaf. Mm-hmm. So I did the other half of Black Star. Oh, I love that. So. Nice work, John. And it just Congrats. happened out that way. Congratulations. That, Great know, work. Yeah. Thanks. Um, Does he live in Park Slope to live? Uh, he grew up there. I had no idea. Okay. You probably crossed paths. There's so many. I wonder how old he is. So many. So many. Can you find out how old? Deservedly yeah. famous people are from it. Park Slope. Um, so you grew up there. I do, did. I do, did. Do you think that John's was that a fairly did, accurate? Yeah, I think you hit. Um, uh, <laughs> this one, I said I'm going to apologize because this was the the one I. Uh, had the least amount of time to uh, really research. So it was a lot of um, skimming through Wikipedia real quick. I know Park Slope very well. I love it. But, you uh, got pretty personal, too. It kinda, yeah. You kind of turned inward on that one, Yeah, which was nice. Hmm. Uh, to live quietly is 43 years old. Okay, so no. We yeah. didn't really cross paths. Probably not. Um, so, uh, John, we went to Mr. Lime. What was your experience going there like? I went had there. Had you been before? Sorry, had you been before? I have been before. Um, that's the closest one to where I currently live. I won't tell you where, even though I think I have on previous podcast. It doesn't matter. Um, it was Park. He lives at Dippus Park. Yeah. Another park. Dippus. Sure. Oh, wait. Pros- Prospect Park. On the other side of the park. On park one slope. of the four, eight sides of... 
I don't know. There are a lot of neighborhoods that touch that park. Hey, it's a big park. Yeah, big it's a great park. Great park. It's the best park in New York City. Do you like uh, you like it better than Central, Danny? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love. Um, uh, well, you know that's like uh, Central Park, or rather Prospect Park, is where I um, definitely smoked weed for the first time. Nice. Wow. Drank beer. Growing up in um, growing up in Brooklyn, that's uh, that. What a wild concept to me. It is a wild concept. <laughs> I mean, it really is. But you figure. It's almost, um, yeah, like colonial to have, just to like be, you know, sort of in the in the forest at night. Was it like the squid and the whale? Um, I haven't seen. No. Isn't that sad? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Either. I think a lot of it takes place, in, but I think it's the eighties. So I don't know. you probably grew up in the nineties. Yeah. Thank you. You look like you grew up in the nineties. Mm. It's my skincare routine. <laughs> I'm actually, for, I am Talib's age. Yeah. Forty three. Uh, so when did you go to Mr. Lime John? I went last night, and I went at a busy time at 6.30 p.m. After I got out of work, took the train there, took the F train there, and uh, it's great. You know, it's like <laughs> it's like all these fucking stores, they're great. Yeah, this is the 10th and final store that we were going to, and it's definitely <laughs> gotten to the point where we're like, yep, it's like the other store, it sure is great. <laughs> this one was, bu- it was the busiest one I've been to yet. Again, it was part of the, the time I was there. And then it was also the construction, the like facade work. Oh, you can't see the facade right now. Yeah, yeah that's true. So that was, a, that was a thing that made me be like, oh, this is a little different because it was a little darker there. Yeah. Uh, but it was, yeah, it's very nice. I went on a Sunday afternoon. It's a lo- lovely area, lovely, yeah. lovely thing. How far did you cl- grow up from there? Literally up the block. Ooh, is that bad? Well, yeah, up the block, literally right there. You don't live there now, right? My mom does. Oh, nice. Sorry. That's fine. Why is that bad? <laughs> they could no, guess. Any yeah. robbers could guess, you know. Yeah. Oh, and sure. And good luck. She's a tough cookie. <laughs> uh, did you, ha- what's your history with the store? Have you, had you gone there much? I have gone there. Uh, I uh, so I live in Fort Greene, in fact, right near Mr. Coco. So that's sure. uh, sort of pre-visited. Um, so I uh, Coco was my f- introduction to sort of the Mr. Fruit franchise. Um, but my parents were very. I, you know, they definitely told me when sort of Mr. Lime hit. Sure. As <laughs> uh, sort of you know, because your parents are always giving you updates about the neighborhood, right? Yeah. Like, this place closed. That place, it's so you know it's so sad. Blah blah died. Um, so. <laughs> They were big. My dad was a huge fan of it because obviously the deals, and he's a huge, was a huge deal head. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's probably how I heard about it. You got two yeah. for one cute, two for one cucumbers yesterday. They had some. Cra- they had like nine. You could get like nine pairs. It was like some some crazy number of. They were really trying to get rid of some fruit. I it's, didn't buy into it though. It's an incredible business model. I think mm-hmm. you hit people with the cheap produce and you lure them in. Yeah, but it, I mean, the stuff must fall off. of trucks i mean that because it's not consistent like you're always well how does it work john they just buy the like near you know near the end of the shelf life fruit from the same same vendor same marketplace in the bronx that every place in the city uh buys produce from god we were at um we ran into that person who whose girlfriend worked in the (laughs) food industry and they they intimated that it was possibly uh, a, ma- a mafia-related organization. That sounded. It sounded like a, it was like a spurned lover sort of thing, though, because she was trying to get her product That's into true. the. And she was like, "I can't, I can't get it in because of the Korean mafia." Yeah, it's like uh, I would absolutely love that. If that was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. It would be cool. It would be cool. I don't think That's it is New York. Though. I'd believe it. Yeah. Um. So, Mr. Coco, we've been to Mr. Coco. I and I, I. Dare say it's my least favorite of the chain. I, yeah, I heard on the last <laughs> uh, where it fell on the rating. And everyone loves Mr. Mango, which is the proper Fort Green one, right? Yeah. Which I haven't been to yet, but now I'm absolutely going to, because that one seems like the nicest. Um, Coco, yeah, Coco. I mean, it's still it's great. Right. Yeah. The worst yeah, of these stores is still very It's the only good. one that doesn't yeah. have a... Doesn't have a juice bar? Juice There's bar, no right? juice, no juice. And that's weird. But there was a sushi juice. gentleman for a while. Huh. Oh, really? Yes. See, that's cool. Yeah. There's a, it's very small. It's a very small store. It is probably the smallest of them, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Ivo is pretty small, but I think that Mr. Coco is somehow smaller. It's tight. It's right next to a jujitsu studio. I might revise my ranking and put Mr. Alvo below Mr. Coco. Why not? I think it's sort of the novelty of it that we were excited yeah, about yeah. it being in Queens. And it has two entrances, which is fun. That's cool. But, yeah. 
Um, anyway. All right, well, we went to the store, and more importantly, Danny, you went to the store. I did. And we'll find out what you thought of it right after this break. If it's okay, do, can we take a break? Yeah. Oh. Is everyone cool? Yeah. Yeah, for Prime? sure. Prime? Prime? I don't think you've talked this entire first no. segment. Yeah. yeah. This is, I was I'm hoping doing you'd... an experiment where <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Why? It's Why? terrible. <laughs> we Why? hate it. I think it's great. I think it's a good <laughs> dynamic. I, I, don't need, I only need to step in I was re- when things are not going well. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd hit the Coco Stang, but... Uh, no, but now. you guys. Well, okay, I'll do it now, I'll, yeah. and then you'll see why. Well, it's... where do you live by, uh, Mr. Coco? I'm in love with the Coco. See, that where was, was that? That was Very really good. fun. Uh, you, you guys are bad mouthing it, <laughs> so it didn't seem appropriate for me to drop that. Put in. some respect on Mr. Coco. Mm-hmm. Prem, what are you? I will stand up for Mr. Coco, night, night and day. I I've never that. been to any of these stores, but uh. <laughs> that's something we do. I don't think we've really talked about is that Prime has never been to any of these stores. You've yeah. been to the one near my place, right? No, no, I haven't. no. <laughs> this is willfully so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I will defend Mr. Coco to my death, but okay. I will never step into any of these. All right. I absolutely adore that. Um, it's a weird stance to take. I know. Trust me, I'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> but uh, that's where I am. And I do want to take this break. Okay, well, let's do it. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Prame the Producer, also known as Producer Prame. And here I am in the middle of the episode in order to do this interlude. This is an interlude part of the episode. And I'm here to give you some facts about limes. Lime soup is a traditional dish from the Mexican state of Yucatan. A lime is a hybrid citrus fruit, okay? So it's not one or the other, it's hybrid. There are several species of citrus trees whose fruits are called limes, including the Persian lime, key lime, kafir lime, and desert lime. And I don't know how key lime pie fits into this, but you can imagine it has something to do with key limes. Although the precise origin is uncertain, wild limes are believed to have first grown in Indonesia or Southeast Asia. So that's where limes are from. Lime pickles are an integral part of Indian cuisine. I love it. I uh, eat it all the time. They are sometimes eaten alone as a snack. That uh, It's very spicy and sour uh, if you're into that kind of stuff. They're also an ingredient in the preparation of some sweet relishes. Key lime gives the character flavoring to an American dessert known as key lime pie. Uh, if you're asking me about what have uh, what is a lime and what's a lemon... I think a lime is the green one, and then the lemon's the yellow one. That's all. Uh, Welcome back to Mr. Podcast, where we talk about stores, but we're never a snore. Our guest is Danny Lampert, and we're talking about Mr. Lime. Danny, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks again for having me. You put on a little jacket thing. Yeah, I'm getting cool in here. Yeah? It's usually too hot in here. I run run cold. Yeah? Yeah. I run a little hot. John? Uh, I usually run hot. Although today it is, it's nice in here today. I don't, I don't understand why. Yeah, me neither. I guess because it's been nice outside. It has been cold. My, our office is often too cold when it's hot outside. Okay. So maybe that's maybe that's, that's probably that's, what it is. That's what it is. Where do you, where, what area of the city do you work, Danny? I don't know anything about you. Flatiron. It's a very solid Ford area. Yeah, they Just had they had the first um, the first uh, sweet green. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I used to go to get the sweet green. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. That place just was the hottest club <laughs> from 11 to 2. Uh, you like a sweet green? We can talk about it real quick. I like to be disrespected online there by people who make more money than me. And I there are a couple of their salads I like, but I feel like the quality has gone down. Absolutely. And I find the dressing sort of soups up. The, um, the like, Caesar dressing gives me a headache. That's... <laughs> Very strange. You might need to look into your food allergies. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what it, it is. It gives you a, a consistently? Yeah, because I, I, I kept, I'm very bad at knowing what my body is trying to tell me. So it took me like a year to figure it out. But then I was like, hey, every time I have this sweet green chicken kale Caesar, I get a headache. <laughs> kale Caesar. What's it all about? What? A kale Caesar. So it sounds like hail Caesar. Yeah, um, it's a very common. That's fine. It's a very common type of salad. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, sorry. Uh, this is Mr. Podcast. Um, John, well, I forgot to talk about this in the first half. Yeah. Uh, when we go to the shores, we like to try yeah. something new in a segment called Try Something New. Yeah. John, did you try something new? Yeah. Well, I brought a thing. You brought a thing. Um, they're Arari uh, <gasps> snacks because- I almost had, bought these. Can you imagine? We had tried some kind of 
I forget on which episode. So I just got these. Oh, to see which it was with Tim. Yeah, and they and they weren't that good. Yeah, so I'm hoping these. It was are a rare treat. They called them. Yeah. they're like, oh, a rare treat because it's like is, a rare treat. Oh, yeah, I hated it. this is Shir- Shirakiku brand, Norimaki. Norimaki Orare rice cracker with seaweed. Wasabi and, flavor. And surely you guys have had these in those sort of mixes, right? I don't mm. know that I have. Oh, this one's good. The This looks wild to me. Mm. We've never put anything like this. I love these things. I love a seaweed seaweed snack. It's a rice cracker with the seaweed yeah, rolled it's around full, it. It'll get a little greenery on you. It is much better. Full though. little uh, seaweed girdle. Delicious. As we know, kelp is the future of sustainable eating. Is that true? Yeah. God damn it. It's good. We need to be farming more kelp. Mm. How do you even do that? Um, anywhere. I think it sucks up a lot of um, like carbon or whatever. Somebody's telling me they want to put a billion oysters in the in the river. Yeah. A billion. It's a lot of oysters, that's but so they're so small. You know what right, I mean? The still, ocean's so big. That's still so many. What'd you try? Oh shit! I gotta go grab it. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Talk amongst yourself. I'll be right back. Um, what else? Um, what's the craziest thing you've ever eaten, John? Um, my girlfriend's Icelandic, and they have this fermented shark. That's, oh my uh, god, a fermented shark! And it's like you just eat little cubes of it, but it. It's gross. Is it but, shark as I know shark, or is it some sort of special shark that's over there? Um, I forget what type of shark it is, but it's a, it's just fish it's that a, has been a, fermented in its own body. Like, they, it's buried, and then it just ferments in its own body, and then they cube it up. And well, it's like I hate some, that. It's like a... Nobody, like, eats it to actually enjoy it. It's like a traditional, like, a festival. Eating the heart of my enemy sort of thing. Well, it's like... Uh, Back in, you know, like 500 years ago when they had no way of, like, actually preserving food. It was like that was one of the one of the ways is fermentation. So. Or cover it in salt. Come on. They do that, too. But I think that's, that's superior. And, and that's delicious. The, yeah. like, dried fish they have, which is great. You know, I think it's salt that's making that's making my head hurt at the uh, – It's pretty oh. sodium – pretty sodium-based. That could be. dehydrating you. You're peeing everything out. Yeah, and I don't but you drink, also don't, I don't really, drink water. Oh, that's the problem. I gotta drink more water. You don't really eat seafood, and well, I'm on a seafood anchovy. diet. Oh yeah, What's yeah, I seafood and I eat it. Nice. <laughs> Come on, guys. Get, Welcome get, back to the podcast. There. I got these things. Wow. Super sour strawberry and apple what? yo-yos. Hell they're like, yeah. They're like fruit by the foot. Wow. But never in my life have I seen this. Um, but it's uh, you know, organic or whatever. My friend that I work next to here at the office that I work at. She's uh, gluten-free. She was so excited that she could have a fruit-by-the-foot type situation. And uh, I, was ha- I was happy to help. Oh, and it comes with a little playing card. Oh, yeah, free card inside. Fun. Oh, oh. mine has cr- uh, facts about England. Mine has Wales. facts about Bangladesh. Hmm. Well, I think that's actually fabulous that you educate kids when you feed them snacks. Yeah, I know how to say um, hello in Bangladesh. Salam. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, Ooh. How do you say it in in England? Greetings. <laughs> yeah. uh, on Amazon, um, the first review or the most helpful review is from Aura. This is a five star review from December twenty eighteen. My grandchildren are potty over these. As soon as they walk in the door, they ask for their yo yos, and I have to <laughs> limit them to how many I give out. They could finish the whole box each if I would let them. Um, I want to focus in on the first sentence of this. What does it mean to go potty over? To go potty over something. <laughs> I, I don't they, they think shit. that it implies that they shit. But uh, it's like I feel like it's something you'd hear a teacher say. Can we say click her um, profile and see where she's from? Great question. Or a great suggestion. These are tart as hell. Yeah, they're quite. They're too sour. I think sour's they're, like really a, a kid thing. It's been sour. too long for me. No. I don't know where this person's from, but the, all their reviews are for various snacks. What's that one star? Uh, it's strawberries. No, it's not. It's uh, oh, it's an aquarium thermometer. I guess that's the you, outline. Will you read that review just real quick? <laughs> Total rubbish. <laughs> Firstly, this sticks to the outside of the tank, which cannot possibly give an accurate reading for the temperature inside the tank. Secondly, it is so difficult to see any change in the numbers that you can't tell. This uh, uh, cannot tell the temperature that is supposed to be inside the tank. 
Get an old-fashioned floating or sinking thermometer instead if you really need one. It seems... She might be English. Rubbish. Yeah. The potty mm-hmm. must be an English thing. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that. These sour bears... Uh, here's the thing. Too What's sour. sugar on these, yeah. Too sour. Let's get your idiots. Yeah, they are too sour. John, what was your card? Sorry. I got whales. Oh, whales like the place? Yeah. How do you say hello there? Boy Rada. What? Boy Rada. Oh, yeah. I forgot Welsh is a language. Boy Rada. Was uh, Princess Diana of Wales? I don't think so, but maybe. Was she, why do I want to say she was the Princess of Wales? But... Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Welsh, Duchess. Yeah, Diana, Diana yeah. Princess of Wales. Did she speak Princess What's of Wales? What's the language? Welsh. Welsh? Speaking of fermented sharks, get a load of these whales. <laughs> uh, the fermented this... shark thing wasn't even on this. <laughs> was it? Was... Yeah, that was on the podcast. Oh, man. It's been long. <laughs> we, we broke so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. These aren't great, but they were $6. All right. So we know what we got. Danny, will you please tell us what you bought? Um, happily. At the store <laughs> in the following segment called What's in the Bag? Great. Thanks, Brian. Uh, what's in the Bag? Danny, you, uh, what do you got for us? Uh, when did you go to the store? I went to the store um, Sunday afternoon after returning from a wedding upstate. Ooh. I went Sunday afternoon, Dan. Oh, we maybe. Um, I probably went around two or three. Mm, I went like a, like like one. We probably just miss each other. Yeah, man, that would have been great. That would have been funny. Yeah. Um, so you were wearing a suit. By that point, I was wearing a high waisted pant um, and a fun, a really fun shirt that I got at um, not Urban Outfitters. What's that really douchey brand? They have like one beautiful shirt, Abercrombie and Fitch. Hmm. You'll find some sti- nice. Yeah, stuff I found a there. beautiful like '60s button down. Hmm. Anyway, that's what I was wearing when I went to Mr. Lime. Um, and you'd you know, been there several times before. I had been there several times So you before. knew what to expect. I knew what to expect. I was, I'm familiar with the conceit. Um, I had certainly bought tons and tons of produce when I first moved to Brooklyn or back to Brooklyn at Mr. Coco. So I obviously wanted to, I wanted to sort of dabble in the produce because I think that's a big hook of theirs. Absolutely. And then I also got some other fun things. Well, great. Let's uh, walk us through your visit. Well, what did you get first and why? I can't stop eating these gross. Uh... Um, okay. Well, first, I mean, this is like, okay. So I got this, um, I'm a huge freak for stone fruit. It's my favorite part of spring and summer. Um, I think these are correct. Now I got a peach and a, and a, and a nectarine. The nectarine's not looking well. No. Now this is sort of, you know, you roll the dice when you go to a Mr. Store because who knows? I've had beautiful produce. I've had produce that has betrayed me, but that's not unlike a, um, a Trader Joe's. Sure. It's starting to look a little wrinkly. This hasn't been washed, and I feel yeah. bad about that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm and, and something we often hear uh, in the reviews uh, is that, you know, you got this on Sunday. It's now Tuesday afternoon or evening. You know, they don't always last. Oh, you brought a knife? So look at this. You're all prepared. We're all going to get a slice. And oh, wow. <gasps> oh, and then we can eat it at the same time. We can rate it from one to five. How fun. <laughs> Are you guys freaks for stone fruit? <laughs> uh, you know. Is anyone allergic? Nope. Okay. No one's allergic. My, uh, I like cherries. Okay. We uh, name all of the stone fruit. Every single one. Plums, nectarines, peaches. Uh, that's all I got. What else apricots. Is apricots. Apricots. Oh, I like apricots, apricots too. Though. Oh, please. Oh, okay. May I? Thank you. <laughs> I guess my least favorite. Oh, you'll, you'll love the smell of a nectarine. I will say that much. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful. Yeah, that's very good. I haven't had a nectarine in so long. Okay, now let's do the. This is like no fun. We can all pretend like we're in Call Me By Our Name. <laughs> well, call Me By Our Name. That's, that's, that's about group sex. And it's let's not go that far. With one that. I'm writing. What would we do with that? Okay. Did you see that Call Me By Your Name frame? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't yet. I don't uh, want to cry, so I'm avoiding it. Yeah. Okay. This is why I avoid all Pixar movies, too. I don't know if it's necessarily going to. I guess it'll make you cry, maybe. It's a sad one. 
I don't know. It's hot as hell, if you ask me. But um, sure. Yeah, I guess it's a little sad. It ends in eh. a sad way. Eh, you know, he'll get over it. This I don't like. Oh, this is bad. The peach is huh. bad. My peach is not is well. Is it just not ready, or is it just bad? It's it's maybe not ready, but it's also bad. Oh, I think it was maybe pre-frozen. Oh. And that's you know the the listeners know they know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I said before, I love the um, snack sort of pretzel um, chip aisle. So I got there's a new brand of um, pretzels. Uh, they're spelled pretzels. P r e s s e l s. I don't love that. I don't love pretzels. that at all. I'm sure it was some sort of copyright thing that they were just <laughs> down to their last option. <laughs> It's everything flavored, which obviously I'm from Brooklyn. Um, that's my preferred flavor of any, anything that comes in an everything style. My father owned a bagel store in, oh, the, in, the, in the 90s. What do you think about uh, oats on everything? Oats oh. I don't care for. That's more of a whole wheat thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that I don't care for. All right. Well, if you don't mind, I'd love to try these yeah, pretzels. I love – I love. Uh, so is these it supposed are to be – Pretzel thin. I like it thin because you can yeah. sort of indulge. Because um, I'm obviously a stepmom. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, they have a. So I mean, even aromatically, it's sort of pungent, but I think I like it. These, yeah. I think, are very good. Really? They remind me of combos, but without. They the, do have the combo smell. Yeah, but without like the part of combos I don't like. They are exactly like a combo without the weird cheese in the middle. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if they're a little saltier, but these are delicious. They could use more salt. That's true. I'm going to wedge one between. I'm going to make a little sandwich oh, for this wow, nectar. That. Is that crazy? On their website, their whole thing is like much less sodium than all the other pretzels in the market. Yeah. Okay. I did. You yeah. clock that. But they do have a sea salt flavor. Hmm. So I don't know what Yeah, that you can't stands. hide. I, I just don't. Why is it called pretzel? Uh, they're Maybe like, they well, were we're pretzels. not your grandpa's pretzels. pretzels. Oh, pretzels. Yeah. Press. But I do prefer the um, ones that are little, like shaped like little pretzels. I don't, I don't love. Yeah. I like these a lot more than really? those. Yeah, I think I, I love I, those too. I think I prefer. They're those called ones. bagel crisps. I think. I think so. Can I have more of those? I actually want more of those. <laughs> please. Thank you so much. All right, this is great. Okay, should I keep going? Yes, please. Now, um, oh, okay. So there's these. Oh, I'm fascinated. The... So this is a, it's a Nutella brand. I think Ferrero collaboration of the Rocher fame, um, and it's it looks like it's like a European snack that clearly has made its way here because the the cover is in four languages. I don't it, it says two and then it's four words that are clearly not English or even close to it, and they're called Be Ready, um, and they look like little pieces of bread. <laughs> Bready. Exactly. Ready. Oh, fun. Uh, and it's just Arare like. A snack. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are they shaped like. It's just funny to like make a dessert that's shaped oh. like bread, you know what I mean? And they truly look like the, you know, the packaging is like a little, little tiny baguette. So. Yeah. Wow. Cute. Here, Harry, we can. Oh, yeah, let's share. Split this. It's a pack of two. Um, here, after you. I mean, they're cute looking. And, oh, okay, Hannah. Oh, oh bro, I fucked oh, it up. My. Oh, my God. Yikes, that, that is, is a, a real mess. I'm so sorry. Yeah, take that. that yeah, I got this. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I smashed it. I smashed it in the middle. It looks like <laughs> you smashed a bug in your hand. Now, this is really just a vehicle for Nutella, I'd say. Yep. yep. It's a pretty good vehicle for it. Mm-hmm. The exterior tastes, I would say, almost like nothing. Yeah. That's like a sugar, uh, not a sugar cone, uh, a non-sugar cone. What do you call the regular cone? Oh, Oh, you're yeah. right. No, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever that is. Whatever isn't the waffle cone, ice cream cone. But speaking I of texture, the, the crunch yeah. is nice yeah. as, as a compliment to the creamy. Um, no, this is good. I thought it would be more. So the last couple episodes, we've gotten the, these uh, Kinder Hippo things. And uh, this is this is similar. Oh, you made a. We'll you, see. You made a I gesture. do have a Kinder product on me. No, nope. love it. Um, yeah, but these are very good. How much are they, though? Because I feel like a lot of these. I'll be ready. Um, yeah. Expensive because they're imported, right? So they've got to be super expensive. Um, I'm sure this was like $4 or something horrible. Yeah, that's not terrible. But But is it bad for you? And again, it's like the info is not even in – like they're in kilograms. So who cares? So who knows? When I lived in France, I gained a lot of weight because of that. Yeah, a pack of two is $12 on Amazon, and it will only be in stock like three days from now. Fuck, that's a lot of demand. Yeah. Sold by French My World. French My World? Mm Mm-hmm. They don't have great reviews. 
No, they do have good reviews. They just anyway. Okay, What's so next? Now, now we're all thirsty. So I've always been fascinated <laughs> by um, the Bragg family. Yeah. Famous for the apple cider. It has these two cute sort of um, older um, white people on the front, Paul yeah. and Patricia. Got a Bible verse somewhere on the packaging. He's a life extension specialist and she's a health educator. Mm. Um, and they make these now. They've sort of, you know, someone's obviously advising them on sort of other products, which is a little scary. But they now make sort of ginger spice um, like a like a drink. Uh, they think they call it an energy drink. So is it a, is this the um, the vinegar one? Uh, I've apple had... cider vinegar, all natural drink. And this is the ginger spice flavor. Yeah. I think I've actually had this before. Do I shake it? Let's see. I, you, I think you shake it. Yeah, I figure you got to shake the hell out of it. Let's it's shake of, product before. It's full of their like, version of Switchel. No, what's that? Like a, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be a New England drink, but I, I don't know. It's you usually sweeten it with maple you. syrup. You got throw some ginger in there and apple cider vinegar, baby. Prem, what can you tell us about the Bragg family? There's got to be something dark there. Um, yeah. They just like she's wearing a hat that makes me a little upset with like a white cardigan. I feel like she's keeping people in her basement, maybe. No, it's certainly very vinegary. Let's oh, see. look at this picture of them. They're cl- this, this is a clearly they're not in the same place or in the same time period. Yeah, this even. was um, photoshopped really hard. <laughs> she's sort of a cute thirty, and he looks like um, a not so cute. I want to say like George Hamilton, sixty. His head is like three times the size of her. <laughs> uh, I wonder how they met. Why? Well, but it's it's from 1912. It's an okay, old-timey so thing. They're both still alive, which is wild. <laughs> well, she health extension specialist. The now I don't mind. I don't think it's too vinegary. I think yeah. it's kind of sweet. No, it's, it is vinegary, but it like it has a vinegary it's taste, balanced. but it is but it is good. Reminds zero me of calories. Popsicle. Wow. Wait, there's, how is there, so how is there the no sugar artificial in this? sweetener? Stevia. Yeah. Fucking got you with the stevia. Yeah. I guess it's a natural sweetener. So I'm waiting fine. for the shoe to drop on stevia. I think it's I think it's safe. I know it's, it's just like a plant, a plant, but it's like how then how is it? I just don't understand. It's just a p- sweet tasting, like tea leaf, basically. I think that I first heard of stevia in Breaking Bad <laughs> uh, when it, it was poison. So you think it's so I, I have like a negative association with it, but it's you know this so. is good. Uh, okay, uh, what what's next? I love this so far. Hey, you're doing great. I hope so. Um, okay, so it's another. Now, have y'all had this one? Mm-mm. So these are my favorite Kinder Joys. Well, maybe we did. They come with a toy? Yeah. No, because we did because somebody got a little comb. Okay. So Not the spoiler. This. I don't remember that. It was like, it was like 10 Oof. months ago. <laughs> so we won't belabor this, but it's the, it's the Kinder Egg. It comes. Um, the first time I had one of these, I was my father's from uh, Romania. And we went to where he grew up when I was 13. And I had my first Kinder Joy. And now, of course, you can just get them in any old bodega. Well, are these the ones that are illegal in America? Because people might choke on them? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know how Mr. Lime got them. Okay, the golden rules of Kinder Joy. It's high quality. It's without coloring. It's without preservatives. Raw materials. Hmm. Production process with high hygiene standards. Okay, so people are wearing nets on their hair. Uh, the Kinder Joy website, you have to put in your date of birth. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, well, raw, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is fun. It, it kind of looks like a pool of cream with two little, I oh. want to say, little truffle balls. Oh, I think we've had these in a very, very early episode. Yeah. I remember. And then I'm mostly just intrigued by what the toy is because they tend to be quite, oh, my God. Fun. I think the one we had was, like, gender-themed and there was, like, a Mrs. Kinder. Yeah, because it, like, it was, like, a pink Kinder egg. Yeah. But you got the one for boys. So. Oh, I should have gotten the one for girls because those are the toys I typically prefer. Um, what do I do with this? I think you kind of, yeah, you just get in there. Oh, no, this is a whole to-do. This is like you have to dress it up, and you have to put stickers on it. What is it, I think it's a top, it like a top? I think it's a top you spin. Oh, and then, oh, and then, it, and then it dictates this sort of game. So that's really fun. Oh, that's that complex. This is complex. Okay, so this is really... These are good. These are kind of like a deconstructed version of the hippo things we've been eating. Yeah. No, these are, I think these are super-duper tasty. Um, see, I always think of... When I think of Kinder Eggs, for some reason, I, I imagine an egg with a toy inside of it. And does that exist? Oh, yeah, there are ones that are just a shell. Like a, gotcha like a chocolate pond? shell. What's up? Like a gotcha pond, but edible. I think they're, uh, isn't that a, 
Wait, what is this? That's yeah. Let's call this a Kinder surprise. Surprise, yeah. Because yeah. there's like a bunch of there's like a big YouTube culture of of little kids opening those and becoming millionaires for some reason. Because it's on the inside. <laughs> oh, because they have subscribers. Because they like okay. they 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 monetize. They monetize early. I love when kids do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally all I have left is just this fucking orange. No, was, oh, and I also got a kombucha, but I drank it day of. Yeah. Um, and then I got this big orange. Great. Looks like a lovely orange. We'll that's, get, a, it's, that's a grapefruit-sized orange. Yeah, it's actually gigantic, so I guess. Do you know how much total you spent at your... I think I spent $18. Oh, okay. Wow. Do you guys want some orange? I think you can... You you should save that. All right. If, yeah. Well, reader, I mean, listener, <laughs> um, you're on your own orange-wise, but it smells good. I I I I have a. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't want to stop you from eating it if sensation. you would like yeah. to, but it's. That's uh, fine. You guys don't sound like you really want to have it right now. That's fine. I just think you know. It's a nice one. You've already you've cut into all your other fruit. We've dealt so with be nice stuff. Yeah. We can have more of. The I mean, it's very fragrant though. I'll let you do that. Hmm. I recommend if anyone goes to a Mr. Fruit, you definitely touch and smell. Is that an inside orange or an outside orange? Outside orange. Wow. That's nice for an outside orange. Yeah. But I would say that they had a bunch in the in the stack and they were of varying qualities. I think this is the first time someone has brought an outside item to the podcast. Really? Yeah. I don't think anyone has ever bought something from Did the outside. That might was be the true. aloe from uh, yeah. Uh, no, aloe's inside. Uh, hmm. It's a, I like this orange. It's a hefty orange. It's yeah. hefty as hell. Um, so great. That's... That is. You gotta hold on. What's in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. So we know what we think of Mr. Lime, but we want to hear what the rest of the world thinks, and we're gonna do that in a segment called Yelp of the Week. Yelp, Yelp, Yelp of the Week. <laughs> it's Justin Linville with the Yelp of the Week theme. Uh, Prem, you got some sweet ass Yelp reviews for yeah, us. Yeah, I got some juicy, juicy stone fruit style Yelp Ooh, reviews, baby. Now you're talking my life. Valerie R from Brooklyn, New York, with 99 friends, says on uh, in February 2019, the very best fruit I've gotten anywhere. Such great healthy options. Very clean and courteous. My only problem was with a woman who kept eating the grapes, or as she said, testing them. I'm standing there standing at her, staring at her to finish testing every bag she could get her greedy hands on <laughs> until I raised my voice at her, telling her to stop stealing. That got the staff's attention, and she moved on finally. Lol. Outside of that, the place is as awesome as possible. Five stars. Do you think that if you saw a woman eating grapes, you would tell her to stop? That's a review and an anecdote, I would say. <laughs> um, no, I would never confront someone unless I was unless I was really like in that mood. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah, I was but, looking for confrontation. Yeah, it would be hard for me to. I would just stand. Quietly. Yeah, I don't picture that for you, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> also, how many friends do you have on Yelp? I don't have a Yelp account. You don't have a Yelp account. No. How do you find the latest stores? Well, can't you can't you search in account? your area? I think I have the app, and it just does. Oh, maybe I have to log in. I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever reviewed. Yeah, it I don't. I don't have a Yelp account either. What the hell? Why do I have a Yelp account? I don't know. How many friends do you have? None. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just because all your friends don't have left. Just one. Okay. It was, about a was it a bad one or a yeah, good one? Yeah, we talked about it last week. So it was about oh, a McDonald's. You, it, was about, it was a bad McDonald's in New Jersey. Well, don't go there. Pray. What's next? Uh, Beth J. from Brooklyn, New York. Zero friends. Uh, More like it. <laughs> December 2018. I find myself here once a day, it seems. Fruits and veggies are inexpensive with organic choices. Although I rarely purchase from the juice bar, it seems to be very popular. I'm so grateful that it's in the neighborhood. Five stars. Great. Uh, how often do you do y'all go to uh, grocery stores? To grocery stores in general? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put it at uh, twice every two weeks. No, more than that. Because there's one, I go there probably three times a month. Five times what? a month. Five times uh, a month. Whoa. Sometimes I'll just pop in for a, a, a can of salad. Sometimes I'll, I'll go shopping. I don't often. A can of salad? Yeah, let's, let's unpack. <laughs> well, Tuna can. can of salad. Like a clam. Clam oh, yeah, salad. Yeah, yeah. Sure. A yes. clam salad? <laughs> like, like, you know, in a clam shell. Oh, the plastic, plastic. clam okay. shell. Oh, my God. I just thought about a, <laughs> a can of clam. It's just Indiana clam salad. 
Uh, give us a bad one if you if you don't mind, Prem. I want I want somebody who hates this place. Yeah, uh, this one from Suze H. New York, New York. Zero friends. Uh, March 2018. Lovely place. Not your mom and pop bodega. This is a new style, healthy lifestyle bodega. <laughs> Fresh food, great selections, reasonably priced, quick service. Except uh, you're waiting for juice. But it's worth the wait. The juices are made fresh to order. Pay first, get your ticket, pick your veggies, and she'll throw it in a monster juicer. Great, refreshing juice. Can't wait to go back every day. Wow. Four stars. Every day. Four stars. Four That's stars. positive, yeah. What, what, what is more a five star? <laughs> maybe if they... She'd, she'd go potty. If they gave instant <laughs> juice? Yeah, maybe. That seems to be what held her back. I don't think Suze is really going to ever be satisfied. <laughs> yeah, she has zero friends anyway. <laughs> Uh, Danny, what which review did you like the most? I, I like the the woman who confronted the grape thief. Yeah, I like I like um, anyone who tells a story in a Yelp review is automatically um, huge for me. Yeah. All right. So Valerie R, right in. We'll send you a prize. Uh, that's the Yelp of the week. Let me hear that closing theme. Yelp of the week. Yelp, Yelp, Yelp of the week. Thank you, Justin. All right, uh, we're almost done. Damn. I will say I, I now, now this made me recall that I think I read a Yelp review once that was like it was like some restaurant in Hell's Kitchen. It was like blah blah blah. It was fun. Like we got our we got our pancakes. Ugh, my dad died earlier that day, so that was a bummer. But <laughs> was, I was like, oh my god, the blitheness with which you dropped this incredible personal detail. And then you go and walk, and look you at their can, account and everything. It's just an account of their day. <laughs> uh, John, yeah. We like to rank the stores, and yeah. we do that in a segment. We have we we get really <laughs> heavy on the segment themes at the end of the podcast. I love it. Uh, but we're gonna do this in uh, a, a segment called "Rank the Stores." Yari, take it take it away. Rank, rank, rank the stores. Rank, rank, rank those little stores. That's Yari with the rank the stores theme. John, we've been to ne- we've now been to all ten uh, Mister Stores. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking kiwi. We're talking berry. We're talking melon, cocoa, plum, lime, pina, mango, avo, lemon, and now lime. Uh-huh. What was your definitive store ranking? Okay. <laughs> Apologies to Danny. I think I'm going to count down from 10. 10 being the worst. 10 being the worst. Let's hear it. Got cocoa. Yikes. Avo. Melon. Plum. Oh. Worst isn't the right word. Ten being the least best. <laughs> They're all good. Uh, lime. Lemon. Mango. Berry. Kiwi. Pina number one. Pina number one. I love it. Wow. I love pina for some reason. Hmm. Just love the way it looks. If you like pina. Great. I, love great I do. <laughs> great job, <laughs> That's Maybe that's why I like it. Um, wait, play that last one. Yes, I like pina. Great. All right. Glad that's got to be played one Is last that time. Is that new? No, those are all. We just never really play them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. Hubba, hubba. Thanks. Love that one. Uh, no, I think my favorite is my favorite's Barry because that's the one I live next to. Yeah. Uh, I also really like mango. Mango is a star. They've got yeah. that great. They've got that great salad bar. Although I've heard since we reviewed it that they the hours aren't great for the salad bar. You know, huh. it's like a pretty like only open during like working hours. So if you like live in the area, you want to get a nice salad after after work. Probably not going to happen for you. Um, but aside from that, yeah, I agree with all your stuff. Cool. Oh, that's it. That's your ranking. Yeah, everything's just the same. Great. Except uh, Coco's uh, better than yours. Because Dan, Danny's nice. Danny's my friend. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's about we did. It. That's kind of it, Danny. That's we did it. That's the whole podcast. How do you feel? I love it. I had a supreme pleasure blast. Supreme <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> I had a supreme pleasure blast, <laughs> which is no, no one's ever said that before. <laughs> um, uh, how can people find you on the internet? Um, on Twitter, I am Dan Limpert, and on Instagram, I am a limp deck um 
That's like limp dick, yeah. but um, the eyes are at ease. Honestly, didn't get that until I was uh, <laughs> writing your bio earlier today. And by writing your bio, I mean writing down your name. And uh, but you're also on. Uh, you people can see you at the UCB. Oh, if you're theater. in New York City, please come to um, UCB. It, um, it's as far west as you can possibly go <laughs> yeah. um, uh, for for Mod Night, um, uh, which is a sketch Presley, and then for um, improv on Herald Night with Promises. Great. Uh, do you, what can they expect to see? <laughs> I don't know. Why I'm making Gosh, um, well, you know, sketch comedy is like <laughs> Mad TV, SNL, <laughs> but like you know, not as high production value. And then improv, we just make it up. But we're di- we're dirty little freaks, so it's typically you know. Um, Dirty freak stuff. Great, love that. Uh, John. Yeah. How you feeling? Good. Prime. I'm feeling fine. Perfect. I've been having trouble breathing this whole episode. I hope oh it no. Doesn't come through. <sighs> what do you think's going what do you on? I think it's like an allergy thing. Oh. oh. I have a cold. Oh, I. You're losing maybe, your voice. Maybe I got Prime's yeah, cold. It's all a part of it. I here. feel fine physically. Well, you probably won't tomorrow because you've been interacting with all these sick motherfuckers. Sick You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so this has been Mr. Podcast for another week. We've we finished the stores. What will we do next? Tune in to find out. Thanks for listening, Daniel. Thanks for coming. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll see you in the aisles. Thank you for listening to Mr. Podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and follow us on Twitter at Mr. Pod Pod. Uh, music is by Tom Cody featuring Champagne Sequins, artwork by Patrick Milberg. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.